0: Hello guys, welcome to the second episode of Clutterless. In this episode, we'll be discussing about net zero. Now if you've been following news, you must have heard about this term. Let us decipher what net zero is in this episode. So what is net zero? Net zero refers to carbon neutrality of a country or region which means that a country is said to have achieved a net zero emissions if the overall emissions from that country is zero. That is, it adds no new carbon to the environment. Please note that net zero does not mean that countries will stop producing carbon at all, but rather it means that countries will absorb the same amount of carbon that they emit. So essentially, to summarize, net emissions equal total carbon emitted minus total carbon absorbed. And when the quantity of emitted carbon is equal to that of absorbed carbon, we say that net emissions are zero. And yes, there are also cases when the absorbed carbon is more than the emitted carbon. In that case, the net carbon emission can be negative as well. Bhutan is one such country with negative carbon emissions. Now, you wonder how can we absorb carbon? Well, there are multiple ways to achieve it. The most basic is to plant trees. Trees are natural carbon absorbers and act as a carbon sink. Then, there are artificial ways of absorbing the carbon. There are machines which absorb carbon from atmosphere and pump it inside land. Please note that it is not just the countries that can go net zero, but even companies can pledge to go net zero which means that they will make enough carbon sinks to absorb all the emissions from their factories and businesses. Companies like Coca-Cola, Nippon Steel and General Motors have set net-zero target in the next 2-3 decades. Globally, the countries of UK, Germany, France, Canada and South Korea have set net-zero targets by 2050. China has set its net-zero targets by 2060. India particularly has not been very much in favour of net zero. However, in COP26 summit last year, India did announce its net zero target by 2017. Net zero is a relatively new phenomenon. It just came in limelight in the last decade. The government across the world have been pushing for this. Why so you ask? Because it does not require the government to reduce its carbon emissions. Rather, they can just get away with with increasing the sinks. Till now, the net zero seems like a dream story, doesn't it? If you think this is the ultimate way to save the environment while not compromising on the industrial output, think again. You see, things don't go as planned. And this is valid in case of net zero too. There are several downfalls in net zero pledges. Firstly, firstly, Net zero would have meant that country reduces as much emissions as possible and as soon as possible. And then, if there are certain emissions still left in the environment, those are offset by planting trees or the carbon absorbing technology. But this is not what countries are doing. Rather, countries have slowed down their emission reduction efforts and are now more focused on absorbing carbon emissions in future. There's one problem though that the carbon absorption technology is still not fully developed. There's scepticism if we can develop such technology before 2050. Even if there are few such machines, they're too expensive to be sustainable for large-scale deployment. Countries have reduced cutting down on emission because they hope that future technology will help them absorb carbon. What happens if we fail to develop such a technology? Countries are speculating too hopefully on future. Second it can lead to a form of carbon colonialism. Basically, the rich Western countries can buy land in poor countries and plant trees and all the carbon absorption in that land will be counted in the portfolio of that rich country. It is essentially buying carbon credits from a poorer country. This is not fair as it will devoid countries of their own land and right to their own plants. The third critique is that the Western rich countries can afford to use expensive technology for carbon capture, while the poor countries will still struggle for such technology. Most of the poorer countries are also highly populated and hence there's only a limited amount of land that can be used for plantation. And finally, the fourth critique is that some companies make net zero commitment not to save the environment, but just a PR stunt to greenwash their pollution sins. We can conclude by saying that net zero, if implemented ideally, can be a game-changer. However, lack of clear definition and guidelines about net zero has made it a cover-up tool for countries to risk it on the future. It has been transformed into a burn-now, pay-later approach. The world needs to wake up to this before it is too late. Also. If you noticed, there's a long debate on how richer countries are liable for climate change while the poor ones are paying for the price for it. It is hindering poor countries' development. In our future episodes, we'll be talking about this exact issue, the global North-South divide. Stay tuned for that. With this, we conclude our second episode. And we hope you liked it. For any suggestion and feedback, please mail us at clutterless.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for your time.